the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Monday. And yes, the ground invasion uh, has begun. Uh, started on Friday. They're now, uh, I guess, they're inside of Gaza City. We've got the Fed coming up uh, here on Wednesday. So they'll start their meeting tomorrow. We'll get the rate hike or no rate hike decision on Wednesday. We got $2,000 gold. Uh, we got we got Dow, the Dow rallying today, you know, kind of fell pretty hard yesterday on Friday. Uh, rallying a little bit today, Jason, twofold. Number one, buy the defense stocks, right? We got to we got to make more ammo, got to make more bombs. Uh, got to get ready to, to, to spend a bunch more money that we don't have. And then uh, the big thing really is the issues in the debt markets are going to keep the Fed uh, probably most likely not raising rates yet again, all but signaling that the rate hike cycle may be coming to an end unless, and you know what, some people think this, Unless inflation makes a roaring comeback, uh, all of that remains to be seen. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Uh, by the way, uh, General Motors, all the big three have all now agreed uh, in principle to ending the strikes. Uh, just get ready, right, Jason? That's not going to help inflation at all, right? About, you know... Nine thousand dollars a vehicle, you know, it's, it's fine. What's what's another nine grand at this point, right? Why not? Yeah, oof. yeah, it's um, <laughs> it makes me worried about how much life my I have a lot of life in my car, but it's like I'm I'm, I'm like counting the years that uh, I have to buy another one because I I'm afraid of what that's going to look like, Joe. It's you know the what is it going to be the ten year the ten year mortgage on a car payment? Yeah, that's that's what you the know. future is, I think. You know you. It, it, you're probably right. I mean, that that is one of those things where, you know, uh, somebody in the 70s, a, a three-year loan was huge. I mean, that was, that was as big as you could get. Then it went to four, then five. Now, what, I think it's at eight already. Why not? What, what, throw a few more years on there. Sure. It'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong as, once again, I think idiocracy – has ruled the day. Uh, they don't care about spending. They don't care. You know what? The war drum's beating. Everybody needs to, uh, to sell their debt. Uh, normally, we have Joey or Joey's been swamped, and rightfully so. Uh, I hope you're looking to get yourself protected. Uh, 602-909-9048 is Joey's number. Remember, the best thing about Northwestern Mutual, besides the fact uh, they're rated better than anybody, they're rated... Uh, better than the U.S. government is, and they don't even have a printing press, is they're not a bank. That's probably the most important 
thing. When all of these insurance companies and banks and non-banks and financial institutions were begging the government to become a bank. Northwestern Mutual was like, eh, we're fine. We don't need to be a bank. We don't want to be a bank. Uh, we don't want that kind of regulation. And Jason, I'm going to say this right now, and I've been saying it forever. I don't know what's going to happen with the war. Uh, I got a bad feeling. Right? Let's just say that I think we'll be lucky if this doesn't get bigger. By the way, uh, the bombing of U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria has not stopped. It, it, it's continuing Sooner or later, whether it'll be accident, lucky, right? I mean, sooner or later, somebody's going to, you know, somebody's going to land a blow that, that you hope they didn't land. And the next thing you know, you got World War Three. But after the dust settles, Jason, all of the world said, it's not just us. It's everybody. It's everybody. Japan can't finance their debt. China can't finance their debt. Europe can't finance their debt. We can't finance our debt. And guess what? And now everybody wants to sell debt that they can't really afford all at the same time. And not to mention, uh, by the way, another big article over the weekend. Shh. This is really good for war. War and Jay Powell and interest rates. Nobody talk about, have you seen bank stocks? They're actually lower than where they were in March when we started to have, remember the that little banking crisis? We told you it's not over. These regional banks, Jason, they are in big, big trouble. And we've heard uh, most of the companies now that have reported, whether they were good or bad, plenty of good, plenty of bad, everybody had the same thing to say about, hey, what's, gonna, what's it going to look like next quarter? Not as good. What's it going to look like? Going into 2024, uh, even worse than that. I mean, that was kind of the uniform thing. And, of course, we saw the S&P go go down what we call correction territory. means it's lost 10%. It's going to be very interesting how the rest of this year played out. A lot of people thought we're going to have this big year-end rally. Now, maybe not so much. Yeah, you know, it's... uh when everybody uh, who holds U.S. Treasury starts to worry, which does the only we haven't really had a lot of big worry about holding U.S. Treasuries, but I think it's been mounting and, and growing. And so, once again, the timing of the war, Joe. It's uh, this is a good thing to get countries to maybe oh well, look, America's getting ready. They're they're mobilizing. They're going to go fight, right? And that that uh, of course makes people for, a, for at least for the short term, Joe, think well maybe the Treasuries will be okay. Look, America's going to go blow something up. But I don't think it's going to, you know, this situation, I don't think it's going to hold that interest. I think it's just kind of, you know, stifled it a little bit, right, Joe? I think you might see treasuries kind of hold ground for a little bit. Maybe they don't raise the rates next, uh, this week. But the inflation's there, Joe. It doesn't matter what ground forces is going on and what's going on. The inflation's going to force their hand. Can you imagine if every, every country starts selling treasuries next year all at the same time, Joe? You know what? That's not only a possibility, I think it's kind of likely. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, the need to be diversified. It's never, you know what, we haven't seen this. Going back to the financial crisis, really. I mean, since then, it hasn't been a, a, a bad move at all to be in equities. But think about it. Government spent like crazy. Interest rates were next to nothing. 
<laughs> well, they were nothing. In some places, they were even negative. But but now uh, we've got this problem where all of that borrowing, all, all, all of that super low interest is now coming back to haunt these financial markets. And the need to be diversified has probably never been greater. Uh, that's why we always have Joey on. Uh, you, you need to get this done. There's so many new tools out there that didn't exist 20 and 30 years ago to keep you safe and not have to, you know, look at the S&P losing 10% in a month. You don't want to take that kind of beat down. You know, right now, yeah, the Dow's up 300 points. That, that's great. Down 400 points on Friday, right? Not so great. Right? You're looking at, at, at an interest rate that's just below 5%. And that's really only because there, there's war going on, and now the Fed, even though inflation is raging, they're going to, ah, we're going we're gonna to keep waiting, right? We're going to keep hoping that somehow magically it goes away. And that's really what they're doing. Tell me how it's going away. Tell me. Wait till we hear. We're going to hear from the Treasury Department. Yeah, you know what they're going to tell us? Oh, by the way, you know what we said? You know, remember remember, uh, 30 days ago when we told you we need to borrow this much money? Well, yeah, that was wrong. We need to borrow more. And we need to borrow more money in the fourth quarter. Oh, and we're all, they're also going to tell us, oh, by the way, we need to borrow more money in the first quarter as well. Now, they're not going to tell us about the second and third quarter next year yet because, well, it's not time yet. But guess what? They're going to need to borrow more money. You may, you not may, don't have your money in institutions that are banks. That includes your, you know, your Schwab accounts or a bank. Oh, I, I've got it with, with J.P. Morgan or City. Those are banks. Check out our friends at Y Refi. That's why we talk about them. Up to 10.25% return. Guess what? It's not correlated to Wall Street. Mm-mm. Or the banks or interest rates. They don't care about any of that stuff. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? Hey, I'm going to take a little, I'm going to just take some of it. I'm just going to set that aside. Because I know, hey, that part of my portfolio is going to perform for me. That part of my portfolio, it's going to be A-OK. Whatever happens in the Middle East, whatever happens with interest rates, whatever happens with debt, it's going to be OK. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just keep it simple. Just call them. They'll answer all your questions. I know some of you are like, oh, I can't be. Can't get 10.25%. That's exactly what I said. When I sat down with Lane, who owns, I said, come on, man. And then he explained it all. I went, oh, man, that makes total sense. InvestYRefi.com. Remember, you got to have at least $50,000, but you can use an existing IRA. Some of you can use a 401k. Uh, by the way, uh, let, let's just talk about banks real fast. Because no one's focused on it right now. But all of a sudden, the banking bank stock index has collapsed again. An office building in Southern California. A healthcare operator in the Northeast. 
How about a bankrupt oil and gas company in the Atlanta suburbs? Yeah, they believe it or not, there's plenty. How can oil and gas companies go bankrupt? That's yeah, pretty easy. Pretty easy. These are just some of the assets that are plaguing the regional banks. So uh, in a and this is out of I want to just give credit here Yahoo Finance uh, David Holrith senior reporter of the fifth of the I'm sorry of the 18 regional banks that they follow. Now what 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 do they consider regional? Banks between 50 billion in assets to 250 billion in assets. Now you're like, "Wow, that's 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 huge." There's only 36 banks that meet that criteria. That's bank number 15. Well, I think it's 16. The 16th largest bank to the 51st largest bank. That's it. They follow they 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 follow half of them. So I'll make it simple. These these 36 banks, they're all the same. After the latest reporting, 15 of the 18. So, you know, when you're talking about it, you're bumping up on 90% of them here. 15 of the 18 banks. They have reported huge increase in non-performing loans when compared year over year. The average rise was 80% more than the same quarter last year. So it just tells you how much bigger the problem's gotten. 80% bigger in one year. 8% bigger than the last quarter. So you can see how, I mean, these are big, big chunks. Charge-offs. So so think about this. Hey, here's how many are non-performing. Huge jumps in non-performing. Well, how, how many did you get rid of? How many did you say, say okay, screw it. Wait, you know what? We're just taking a loss. Same thing. 15 out of the 18 banks reported significant increases in charge-offs. And they're saying that uh, it very well looks like the beginning stages, because as they looked into this, they were saying, Jason, hey, a lot of these you could ex- you could explain. Okay, well that that was that was a one-off. Maybe that okay that that little cluster, those two, three, four bad loads. That that was that was you know same kind of a thing. But now what they're saying is, all of a sudden, it looks like. They're waiting for the bottom to fall out on all of these because essentially they're like, okay, we're kind of out of onesie twosies, right? The next one that goes, right, the next bank, we're getting really close to when one falls, they all fall. So uh, when we look at these regional banks, the ones that, you know, this is Signature, Silicon Valley, they were regional side. They, they fit into this category and Jason, based on third quarter results, it's getting very, very close to where all of a sudden, uh-oh, a bad loan at this bank means a bad loan at all of the banks. And that's really going to be the problem. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking as you were talking on the first segment, too, that uh, you were selling gold during the uh, the 08 crash. Yeah. And, 
you, you, I'm sure you and Eric and everybody there, you were expecting this massive inflation to come with all that printing. Remember, I remember I wasn't even into this stuff very much, but I, I heard about all the printing and all the bailouts. I was like, oh, I was expecting the prices of everything to go up, and it didn't really, it didn't really transpire, Joe, did it? Sort of. Because what I think is where they placed it was it just shored up a lot of bad places. You're talking right now about a lot of bad places. Things are, 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 are looking worse by the day. And the inflation that we've had the last few years, I think this is just what you were expecting way back in 2009 when they started bailing everything out. It just took a while, right, Joe? Everybody kind of played ball with what was requested from the Fed. And they sprinkled $29 trillion out there all over the place. And now here it is. Here it is all this time later, Joe. It just it just bought them about a decade. And, you know, you're talking about, you know, large banks that are just going to fail. You know, we got, what, what do we have? Still have like 3,000 banks or something like that that are floating around there. And you're talking about some of the biggest banks in, in that, that group that are just basically looking like, you know, maybe half fail in the next couple of years. That's what it looks like, yeah, doesn't it? And- and, and it's amazing when you think about, hey, fifty billion sounds like a lot. Fifty billion is a lot of money. Yep, <laughs> heck of a lot of money. But guess what? That's only the fifty biggest banks. That means the other four thousand banks that are left, right? They're 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 tiny, right? They're they're. I mean, you don't even think about this. The hundredth largest bank. You're not even talking about ten billion in assets. I mean, most of these banks, you can win the Powerball, right, and have more assets than, than uh, like, I don't even know, the 3,000 banks in the country. Right? I mean, this, right. this is what we're talking about, right? And, well, and you know, course, if, if, you had, if you had $50 billion in monopoly money, and you can go get $50 billion in monopoly money, it's not going to do anything for you, is it, Joe? That's why it's not, when we say it's not a lot of money, it's because it only works if you get to play the game. Right, Joe? We're not playing in that game. All these banks, they want to, they're trying desperately to survive because their positions can be helped as long as they survive this next catastrophe. And, yeah, $50 billion is not a lot of money, Joe, because it's, it's really funny money. Wow. It's, just, it's just poker chips, right? Poker chips have no value. It's when you cash them out, right? You know, think about this. Why are central banks buying 25 30 35 40% of all the gold buying in a year. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. You know, think about this. 25 years ago, not only did they buy no gold, they were selling gold. Hundreds and hundreds of tons of it. 25 years later, they can't buy enough of it. And to Jason's point, listen, the financial crisis, all they did was bought time. Bringing interest rates to zero brought them, and quantitative easy, brought them 15 years. That's what it bought. It bought 15 years. And now it's over. And now we're heading right back to where we were, except here's the problem this time. The debt is huge. The balance sheets of the central banks are enormous. The amount of debt needed is unsustainable. What do you really think these central banks are doing? Why do you think they're all buying gold? 
This is why I keep telling everyone, you need to be your own central bank. It's overwhelming how much gold they're buying. It really blows the mind. When you're talking about them buying over a thousand metric tons, right? You're like, that's 25, 30, 35% of all the gold mine in a year. You know, when you look at a store of value, is there anything better? Really? Is there? Do you get to hold it? You know exactly where it is? It's held its value. I mean, thousands and thousands of years. Going back to biblical times, gold has always been there, always will be. Look how hard they tried to get you not to believe it. Right? How many channels do we have dedicated to debt markets? Because Wall Street's a debt market. Listen, if you want to have all your money in Wall Street, that's on. Go ahead. Go ahead. See what happens. You, you know what? For the vast majority of Americans, it hasn't worked out very well for them. Just hasn't. For 40 years, they said you can't own gold in this country. Can't do it. Why? Because they knew, well, because if you had a choice between gold or the dollar, you'd pick gold. See, they, they needed to brainwash people. And guess what? Every year that goes by, the brainwashing stops working a little more and a little, right? Keep working less and less and less. And guess what? Wait till you see how less it really works after the next crack. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriotor News Hour on this Monday. And, and Jason, we've got gold up 11. Now, it's one of those days uh, where depending on where you look, so the London markets stay open longer than the new, than the U.S. markets do. So gold rallied heavily uh, on Friday. But right now in London, uh, you got gold at $2,000 in New York. We are trading the December contract. So uh, we had the October contract that expired last week. The December contract right now, gold's up 11 2010 silver uh, is higher as well. And the same thing in London. Uh, silver's up 23 cents, 23.32 in New York. Silver's up 61 cents, uh, 23.50. That is also a December silver contract. Uh, as we're watching these markets play out. And Jason, think about this. Not only do we got the war, right? And we're worried about is it going to expand. I think most people now are are coming to the conclusion on Wednesday there's going to be no rate hike, which is another catalyst for gold. Uh, gold has continued to perform uh, while the U.S. continues to struggle uh, in your in, in these debt markets, right, Jason? I mean, when you can't sell debt, it's just a problem. Yeah, yeah. debt markets is, uh, you know, that's what the Federal Reserve was created for is, is to get people into debt, is to have a backwards money system. 
the idea is, is it, it makes civilizations, makes countries, makes uh, states and cities, you know, move faster with investing. And hey, why wait till tomorrow to get something that you can borrow for today? And the banks, you know, by the way, the banks, a bank all by itself is not evil. It it gets paid interest to get you money that you don't have today, and it's it's supposed to be an honest business. But a central bank has learned how to make governments pay those debts back. And so, Joe, what we're what we're looking at is, you know, there's there's this debt just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and everybody gets more enslaved in, into this debt money money system. So, as you're saying, Joe, this is a debt money system. You know, every time you uh, some corporation or government puts money into a bank, that bank has you know fractional reserve lending. They get to throw a bunch more money out there, and they've thrown so much money out there, and it's become so you know empty of value that there's not you know, now that now the Fed's tightening. There's not enough money to put into their system to create more money. To, you know, and I, I was looking at a video. I'm going to maybe talk about it tomorrow, but there's. There's, in theory, there's, there's a, a way that the Fed is actually printing money right now in the, in the, in the face of uh, fighting inflation, supposedly tightening. There's still some money being floated around. We, we talk about the reverse repo, Joe. That was created in 2020. So in a lot of ways, there's still money creation coming into the system and through just daily practices. They're, they're doing stuff, Joe, that's just going to make inflation so much worse. They have lost all control of their system. They're waiting for a reset. And it's no surprise that there's an Israeli war just blew up out of nowhere. Right. And, again, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the emergency lending facility, every week it goes higher. Every week. Right? These banks can't make it without it. How about the, the fact that it's not just our debt. Japan can't sell its debt. Yep. Right? China needs to sell. China, as a matter of fact, they just ramped another big spending package coming out of China. Means what? More treasuries coming to America, right? Because that's how China's financing it all. Uh, and it won't be an explicit default either. That's the other part. When, when we do, when this digital money comes, you can rest assured the pain is going to be, will be it'll come to the debt markets, right? Your 401ks, your IRAs, your bank accounts, right? That's where the pain is going to be. And right now we've got accelerating debt. Now they want to tell you, oh, the debt was $1.7 trillion this year. No, it was $2 trillion. They had a, some paperwork on student loans, right? Where Biden wanted to forgive $300 billion worth of student loans. Uh, so really the debt in one year, it really went factually. Went from one trillion to two trillion in a year. They want you to believe it went from one point four to one point seven. See, doesn't that look a lot better? Man, that that, that that see, okay, it grew. But you know, it wasn't that much. Lies. It's gonna be so much worse this time. Foreigners aren't buying. When I come out in every week now. There hasn't been a week in the, what, the last month where I haven't talked about auctions gone wrong. Right? It's like a bad TV show. It's not a girl's gone wild. It's auctions gone wrong. And what are the big things? What's going wrong with the auction? No one's there. And the dealers 
have to buy it. And the dealers know, okay, man, this is as high as we can let the auction get to before it starts to create a big problem. And they're buying 20% of all the auctions. You can't live on that. That only works for so long. They can't allow interest rates to rise. Why is the Fed not going to hike rates on Wednesday? Because they can't. <laughs> and again, obviously, right, rates are rising without the rate hike. So I guess they, they get a little bit of a favor there. Uh, the Federal Reserve, right, we're really down to, right, right they're going to be the only buyer at the end. Like quantity, That's the other part. So think about it between now and the end of the year. I think rate hikes are over. Not because inflation's over. Oh, no, no. Matter of fact, I think inflation's going to get worse again. I think we're going to see the end of quantitative tightening as well. Why? Not enough buyers. Rates are going to go. Think about this. Rates are going to go too high. Even with the Fed pausing. How about today? Here's a great example. We got a full-blown war. Matter of fact, some people are saying, my gosh, is this going to be World War III? Everybody and their mother should be buying treasuries. Everybody. The treasury yield. We should be talking about yields collapsing right now. Like people will be fighting that I can't get the treasuries faster. It's happened all. I've been doing this 20 years. That's how it works. Until this time. You know, when Russia invaded Ukraine, treasury yields collapsed. Ten-year note right now, 4-9. Where's the flight to safety? I'll tell you where it is. It's in the gold markets. That's where they're going. 800 951 0592 Jason and I. We're going to be right back. 800 951 This out of the Bank of Japan. Uh, Jason, they made a decision. Uh, remember, we've been talking about Japan for a while now. Are they, what? what is more important? Are they going to protect the yen? Or are they going to protect the debt market and apparently the Japanese central bank is saying that they are going to allow the uh, the Japanese 10-year note to rise above 1%, which was kind of the light of the set. Here's what that tells you. Nobody's buying that either, right? It's another huge pile of debt, Jason, that nobody seemingly wants. You need wake up here. I don't know the day. Trouble is here. Think about what we started the show with. The regional banks. All 36 of them. And actually, there's probably, you you can make the argument that there's 40-ish regional banks. Huge increases in their loan loss reserves. 80% higher than a year ago. Huge increases in the write-offs. And now they're like, okay, well, you know, this was a one-off, two-off, one-off. They're kind of running out of one-offs. What, what, what's left? Well, that means 
The only thing left is the thing that they all have. Big problem. Huge problems in nation's debts like the United States. There's no way. Are you kidding me? We are on, on the doorstep of a potential World War III. We, at least in my lifetime, it's the closest we've been. Without a doubt. And Treasury yields didn't go down? Everybody and their mother didn't run to U.S. Treasuries? No, they didn't. Listen, I'm going to give you an, a great opportunity this, this is going to be a one-day deal here. $20 gold pieces. I don't care how many you buy. You can buy one. You can buy 100. 2195 dollars I mean, you got gold at $2,010. Uh, you can buy so close to spot here when you really look at it. $2,195 on $20 gold pieces. Those are the old ones. You guys know why we like the old gold better. It's the most private way to own it. You want to own something that you can buy, sell, and trade and not have to give out your Social Security number, not have to get 1099? This is it. 800 951 and it is very interesting uh, what uh, what came out of the Bank of Japan, because they've got their meeting, right? All the central banks are doing all their meetings. That the decision really, I don't even think it was a decision, Jason. I think they literally were like, I don't think they can stop it from rising above 1%. Right, and when you talk about uh, the 10-year Treasury and you talk about Japan, I, to me, I think the Israel war was just to stop it from getting worse, Joe. I think the fact that, you know, that it, it was the tenure was hitting five and then just kind of backed off this past week. I, I think that was the result, Joe. I think that was one of the main result. And then, and of course, Japan, you know, we don't talk about it as much as we should because China is the big thing to talk about when it comes to global markets. But if, you know, Japan is a, it's a conquered nation. They've been using the Western monetary system since World War II. And I don't think they have, I think they have an apathy about the, the hole that they dug themselves in because they're just like, well, it's the Western money system we're involved in. This is no longer the empire of Japan, so they're just going to have to bail us out. We're too big. Hey, Japan's too big to fail, Joe, right? So I think, they, I think Japan will, will operate, uh, you know, uh, illogically as much as they want to because, you know, they're the only ones that are still holding over a trillion dollars uh, in, in treasuries for, uh, as a foreign country, Joe. It's, I, Japan could be the, the, the so-called the last uh, straw that breaks the camel's back. You know what I mean? I mean, there's all these things are happening, but I think bringing up Japan regularly is a good idea because uh, as Japan goes, the rest of the world could go with it, Joe. Yeah, and think about this. Uh, that we just got results out of the Dallas Federal Reserve about businesses. Businesses have told the Fed that – Business has slowed down considerably. Consumer businesses are hearing a lot more, I can't afford this, than they have heard before. Uh, They're talking about inflation. They're talking about uh, not that they won't ever see some of their customers ever come back 
because they've now been permanently priced out. Uh, they're, they're also talking about uh, no optimism, right? There's people out there that are, are giving up. And what I mean giving up, they're giving up that inflation is going to come back down. That's what they're giving up on, Jason. They're, they're throwing their hands up and saying, you know what? Uh, the Federal Reserve kept telling us, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not happening. And now uh, they're, they're, they're starting to throw their hands up. But, of course, everything else, right, the war stuff, uh, the divide in the country, the Speaker of the House fiasco, at least I guess now we've got one, and, and one that looks hell-bent on being like, hey, listen, this isn't going to be a blank checkbook type type administration in the House. All of this could be coming all at the worst time. Yeah, I uh, I have a cousin who's a mortgage broker, Joe. And several months ago, was six months ago, I told him, you know, I, I, I think we might have 8% mortgages here later this year. And he was being polite, being polite. Well, I talked to him over the weekend. He's like, yeah. And he's like, what's going to happen next, Jason? I was like, well, next year, it might be 10 to 12% mortgages. Seems unlikely to some, but that's what inflation will do, Joe. The Jamie Diamond sure thinks. $20 gold pieces, $21.95. We'll be back for the final segment. 800 uh, We're still waiting to hear from the Treasury Department at exactly how much more debt needs to be sold. Uh, and, and again, this is something where uh, every, every quarter now it just gets raised higher and higher and higher. Speaking of higher, we got Halloween, what, tomorrow? Have you seen Halloween candy? Holy crap. <laughs> what yeah. the heck? My wife came home with a couple of bags of candy. We live in one of those days where we're, we're, we think we're going to you know, get a, a lot of trick-or-treaters. It was over $50. And I'm like, where is it all? Right? And that's Sugar. it. That's all Sugar. that we just for sugar, <laughs> fifty dollars for sugar. That fifty dollars used to be a fifty-pound bag of sugar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. right. It, it's absolute. It yeah. said, matter of fact, I think a lot of retailers are saying, "Uh oh, uh, what are we going to do with all this Halloween candy?" I think the day to buy Halloween candy got to be Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> right, show up on the store after Halloween. The da- the day to buy gold, I think that's today. Twenty dollar gold. Here's what we're doing. Think about this. We're ignoring last week's price increases because the week before we we were selling them at twenty one ninety five, and then gold took off. We're ignoring it for one day. Twenty one ninety five on twenty dollar gold piece. That way, all of you can feel good about. Hey, I, 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 I got in uh, before before it was over $2,000. You know, wink, wink, nod, nod. Today's your day, 800-951-0592. And then, like I said, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, a lot is going to depend on how much bigger the Treasury Department says the auctions need to be. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to hear from all the central banks this week, Japan, Europe, China. Uh, on Wednesday, I think we're, you're going to hear again on Wednesday is, hey, uh, we're, we're 
We're vigilant. We're watching the data. But we're not going to do anything. Right? But we're watching it, though. Yeah, well, guess what? This is exactly how we got in this mess. These clowns watching and not doing, Jason. Yeah, you got me thinking about Halloween. I, with candy costing that much, Joe, <laughs> why do I get the feeling you, you always got the neighbor that just puts the bucket of candy out and turns the lights on and doesn't answer the door or goes to a Halloween party? Why do I get the feeling that after what you just said, like the neighbor across the street is going to grab your bucket to give it out to their doors <laughs> so they don't have to you. buy it? I, you know what? I'm not, I don't know. I'm just going to make a guess here. There's going to be a lot more people not answering the door this year. Oh, yeah. 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 Why? Well, I, I couldn't afford it. Right? Another $100 billion on the debt? Is that my right? I'm looking at another $100 billion on the debt just since the weekend? Yeah, well, you know what? I, I haven't. Let me look. It's 33.5. I think it was 33.5. Now it's 33.683. So, yeah. A hundred billion every week is that what we're is that what we're doing now? Hundred yeah, billion you know, a week, give or take a little bit. You know, oh. that, that's that's just uh, yeah. You know, we're right, right. We're we're right below basically thirty three seven, thirty three trillion six hundred and eighty three billion. So let's just round it up here: thirty three trillion seven hundred billion. Wow. And guess what? We got two more months before the year ends, man. Remember, I said, "Oh, at the end of the year, it's going to be thirty-four trillion, man. right? Probably 34-three? I don't know. Uh, where, where will the debt there, be? There's a war going on, Joe. Of- there's a war going on. It could be thirty-five. Yeah, that's right. Crank it up. Crank it up. Hey, crank up that gold. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.